right, so we are actually going to open this time for the first time ever with going around and saying your names, your character's name, and uh, also your character's race and class, because we've never, we've literally never done that. Because I wanted it to be like a surprise in the first few ones. I wanted to see how it developed, but I think at this point people are like, who the fuck is this person? So we're going to go around the table starting with Rose. Great. My name is Rose. I am playing Euterpe, who is a high elf bard. And I'm Kelsey, playing Vantus, who is a tiefling druid. I'm Emma, playing Dust, who is a tabaxi cleric. I'm Jane, playing Theo, who is a human investigator, which is kind of a mix between rogue and alchemist. I'm Alex, I'm playing Aaron, who is a triton fighter. And I'm Liz, I'm the DM. I DM things. Um, all right. So we're going to jump back in with a quick recap. Uh, you may remember that last week you took a day trip over to this uh, smaller town of Ait, which uh, you were looking for a band called the Miracle Knights, which had gone missing. They'd left Penser after the, before the explosion, but had not ri- arrived in Ait when they were supposed to. So a rich merchant sent you out looking for them via the guard. You were attacked by some weird leathery dinosaur birds that you since learned were called cockatrices. Uh, One of you was turned to stone, but everything's good now. Um, A little ways on, you found the much bedraggled Miracle Knights fighting off uh, an Onkhag and a black dragon wormling. You did in fact save them and uh, they thanked you various ways, including inviting you to their concert and dragging you up on stage to sing a song to you and make you dance with them. <laughs> so it is now the next morning. They paid for your rooms at a very nice inn in Ait, um, and you can do anything you want before you head back in the morning. I don't think I have anything special to do. Yeah, same. I mean, I'm going to say goodbye to hell. But <laughs> sure, you say, is there anything in particular you want to play out there? <laughs> Just say, you know, if, if our pals ever cross again, might be fun to have a repeat performance. <laughs> uh, so Hell, of course, Hell is definitely still in bed, by the way. Like, you're dressed and getting ready, and Hell's just sort of lazing. Um, and Hell does make sure to pull you close for a moment and give you a very deep kiss before oh, saying, yes. um, then I'll have to make sure that our paths cross again and again and again. <laughs> Sounds very nice. <laughs> Uh, and I assume with that you part ways. Yes. You meet up with the party in the inn, and the you get you probably get some breakfast. It's pretty good. It's been overall like a better experience than probably you guys have had the past couple days. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Free of death chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and you can start to head back to Penser if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Nothing keeping us here. Paid there. So. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so your journey back, you find that most of the, the wildlife that, you know, attacked you the first way through, it's either been sort of cleared out or it has already fled the area. It seems almost unnaturally quiet and still, but you make it back to Penser within four to five hours of walking with no problem, no attacks. And you arrive back at about midday. The city of Penser itself, it looks like there's a fair number of people who are heading out, who are leaving. There's some rebuilding happening. It looks like things are generally kind of a little bit calmer in the day that's passed. Um, it looks like, you know, disaster relief is sort of going out. You see guards handing out food rations, handing out blankets, handing out, you know, 
anything you might need after a natural disaster. And overall, people seem pretty industrious. They're getting back to work, you know, cleaning up, putting out all the fires, and a lot of adventurers are flowing out of town. We should check. Nassim was the one who gave us the Nassim job, was right? the one who gave so you the job. So we should check back yeah. in with Nassim. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you head back to the guard tower in the older portion of the city, the portion that was more <laughs> heavily destroyed, uh, and there you can pretty easily track down Nassim, who is working at one of these stations, handing out, it looks like, food of some kind, just packets of, you know, uh, a small cask of beer that, you know, will be handed out to various people. It looks like, you know, help managing the disaster relief. Uh, when Nassim sees you, uh, they smile and wave you over and, like, say a word to another guard and appear to step away and say, Hey, you guys are back! Good! Yes. yes. Yep, and the we... band is okay. Yep. Oh, good! Is, did it all go smoothly? Everything? Yeah. More or, or less. less. Pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, I got turned to stone for a little bit, but, uh, other than that, it was okay. Cockatrices? Cockatrices. Ugh, they're a disaster in the area. Glad to hear I'm not the only one. No, most tourists, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots Seems of tourists. like a very dangerous place to be a tourist. <laughs> well, most tourists tend to avoid the wasteland portions. That's that's no one smart. <laughs> or, you know, well, we can talk about my personal aesthetic love for the wasteland. But I grew up there, so. <laughs> anyway, um, you right, getting paid what you want. I'll give you uh, the name of the merchant who gave you the job. If you deliver, you know, just go up there. I'll. Uh, can't go with you now, but if you waited a little bit, I could. Uh, but the merchant's name is uh, Gareth Kesby. Thank you. Uh, and he lives, here's his address, um, and Nassim writes down a quick address for you so that you can find uh, his, his townhouse. Uh, if you go there, you also, by the way, have a signed letter. You, you Terpy, have a signed letter from Hell attesting that the Miracle Knights made it to their next gig and will be continuing along their way. Um, Excellent. We're very pleased with the service they received. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a shiny bracelet from one of them. Yes. But you could have stolen that off a corpse. But I didn't. <laughs> but you could have, theoretically. So, you know, you do have proof that you have saved these people, uh, and you get, you know, you can say anything else to Nassim, you, is there anything you want to ask Nassim before you move on? Uh, I'll say, do you, do you know of any other work? Um, not, no offense, not from us at the moment, maybe in like a month or two when things have calmed down a little bit and we can deal with people we don't necessarily people who might break a couple rules here and there um but you could talk to the merchant might have an idea who's looking who's hiring that's late i suppose yeah. waiting a month sounds very boring i mean i'm sure there's other stuff to do in the next month yes always things going on so i suppose we should head over to this merchant yeah yeah we head over to the merchant okay <laughs> Uh, you head over to the merchant. Do you do anything else along the way? Do you... The prices here are still really inflated, Oh, right? yeah. As adventurers cool. flow out of town. I will do my shopping elsewhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so you... Within about 10 to 15 minutes, you find your way out of the older portion of the city, closer to that road that leads out, that leads... Um, there's actually two roads. There's one that leads 
east to some further other, you know, towards uh, Kirtor, towards uh, Slay, towards these other countries. That's a major trade road. There's also one that, that's the one that Ites along. There's also one uh, leading towards Benvalor um, and other, which is the major port city in Vrymor, which heads west. So this is one that's closer to the western side of the city. It's sort of the opposite direction of what you went before. It is a very nice townhouse. It's not a mansion or anything, but it's several stories tall and there's real glass in the windows and, you know, bigger panes than you'd expect, which is expensive and gilt along the edges. It's a little beat up from the disaster. It also looks like maybe a new door is being put in as you watch, as one may have been broken down recently. Uh, and there is, there's a number of people working on the house at the moment, sort of patching it up a little bit. Just are they just like all construction workers, or does there seem to be anyone who's like a servant who would? Uh, roll this? me perception. Oh, good. <laughs> Twelve. Doesn't it looks like it's mainly construction workers helping put in this door and fix up a wall quickly before they're gonna move on elsewhere. It looks like maybe servants have been given the day off. Uh, I guess I walk up to one of the construction workers then. Okay, Just sure. Be like if. If I wish to speak to Gareth Kesby, uh, what should I be doing? Uh, head in. He's in there holding court or something. Okay. I walk in. Okay. You walk into the house past the slightly broken door, uh, and in fact, in there with sort of a, a group of sort of other worried, four or five worried looking humans around him is a sort of um, middling height, Slightly rotund man in fine clothing, fine colors, looks quite wealthy and also quite worried at the moment, talking with various people. There's also a couple people off to the side who look like possibly other adventuring parties, you know, maybe one or two, a couple of them. There's like one two-person group that looks like they're together, they're dressed in darker clothing and uh, there's a, a half-elf and a human and then there's, you know, uh, one tiefling, a dwarf, and a, uh, what's another race? One tiefling, a dwarf, and a halfling off to one side who look like they've also come to speak with this guy about something or they've heard of something. And he spots you when you come in and does say, oh, uh, give me a moment, give me a moment. Of course. What does he seem worried about? Based Roll on, like, insight. what he's talking about. Nope. Eight. I mean, you can hear he's he's talking about the door and he's saying the words break in. That sounds worrisome. What did the, the broken door look like? Did, it didn't have, like, uh, it wasn't, like, slashed in two, was it? <laughs> uh, this is not the inn that you broke into, no. Okay. This is, that's in the old quarter of the city. You're good. Okay. It looks like, uh, what it looked like was someone kicked out the lock, basically, is what it looked like. Okay. And broke into the house. But it doesn't look like it was damaged from the explosion or anything. Okay. It looks like someone so broke in here. burglary. <laughs> gotcha. While we're waiting for uh, Gareth, I'm gonna take a walk around the room and see if I can overhear anything from these other parties. Okay, roll me perception. Um, 21. With a 21, what you get is the half-elf and the human are sort of quieter and they're sitting off to the side, standing off to the side, they're in darker clothing, they seem to be like 
just two people very tightly knit. They're muttering something about like, we, you know, like, how well do you think he pays? Do you think this is worth it? What do you, do you think, what do you think was stolen? Uh, the other party, as you walk around, seems to be similar sort of things. It's, it's a lot of, uh, the halfling seems to be speaking quietly and saying something about trying to up the price based on, you know, the way that everyone else is pr price gouging at the moment. With the flow of adventures out, this might be a chance for them to do something. Uh, and most notably, some of the humans that he's talking to, who look like they might be assistants or co-workers or servants, sort of do break off to, have broken off to the side a little bit. Um, and they're mentioning the king's announcement this morning, and they're having some hurried discussions about that. Sorry. Um, do we know I could use a tissue, really. Oh. Um, do we know anything about a king's announcement? Uh, you did not investigate it, so no. Yep. Um, I guess I'll go up to the other group of people. Which um, one? The Whoever mentioned the king's announcement. Uh, that's the small group of, like, assistants. Okay. Broken off to the side a little bit. Um, Although, Dust would have to tell you about that, because you didn't. <laughs> okay. You didn't over here. Do you mention it to the group? Um, not yet. Okay. So after, after a moment, Garrett seems to finish up whatever he was doing, and he does uh, come over to you guys specifically and says... Yes, uh, wh what can I help you with? Uh, we were the group hired to rescue the Miracle Knights. Are they okay? Are they alive? Yes, they performed oh, a stunning show last night. Oh, thank God. I have a signed letter from their leader. Oh, our, our hell then. Yes, show me. Yes. Uh, I... Yes, that would be Z's signature. It's, um, yeah. Very distinctive folds it and tucks it and says, thank you very much, I, I've, uh, of course, um, and he gestures an assistant over an assistant, hands, sort of counts out a hundred gold and gives it, presents a small bag to whoever will take it. I'll take, probably, I'll take it okay. and then later I will s distribute it so we can all write down 20 gold, I assume. Yeah. So you, he says, uh, thank you, was there, what happened to them? Do, do you mind if I ask what happened? They were waylaid by monsters along the road. There was a Onkeg, which we killed, and a black dragon wormling, which got away. Well, still, that's you seem very competent. We are. You could say that. I try to look competent. <laughs> <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> Roll performance? <laughs> Fifteen. You you look very competent Excellent. in that moment. You look you look very intelligent. Cool. Success. Um, is is there anything else you need done? You look kind of worried. You took down down an on keg and, and uh almost I... took out the wormling. It it decided it was uh, smarter to flee than continue to fight us. That's impressive. I've had a bit of a break in, and I've had something stolen from me. We've Noticed the break-in. What was stolen? I'm a merchant who trades in magical artifacts. I keep a number of them with me, and I, I brought some of them here to display my wares and hopefully bring in more clientele of various quality. Um, I, this was a very ancient artifact. I hadn't yet identified what it was, and I hadn't yet put it on display, so the fact that someone took it and broke in and stole simply that is a bit worrying. Um, it was a, a, a cube of about 
this size and it makes you know it's about a foot on either side a foot so it's like a, a cubic foot all around um, and it had these symbols that were almost like buttons sigils that you could press in on each side and it was intensely magical and, and uh, at least a thousand years old I don't know anything else about it we couldn't identify anymore much of um, I was going to, to take it to people in various, uh, the next step, stop would be Asset. They have incredible libraries there and I was going to make a journey and make some friends and see if I could get anyone to identify it properly for me. However, it's been stolen and it is the only thing to have been taken. And you said you hadn't announced it yet, so who, who knew about it? Aside from so, yourself. Uh, a couple assistants. Some people, I'd, I'd taken a small party of adventurers through my wares. I declared it to the guard, obviously, when I arrived in the city. But it wasn't public knowledge. Only very few private people. Couldn't get a list. Anyone you've told. Of those you'd look up, you could look. Um, the guard tower at the west gate would have known that it came through. Um, there was a, a small adventuring party led by uh, a very, uh, very famous wizard, uh, Letton Blay, uh, but I believe they've left, they left town after the explosion yesterday before I noticed this was missing. So I, I think they're fine. And then obviously uh, I have a few assistants here. This is uh, Doris Young here, uh, and this is uh, Vincent Tingy. They're in charge of my stock typically my, my expensive careful stock and how long have they been in your employ uh doris has been with me for what five years now five. she was my apprentice before then i'm training her as an appraiser i am of course also as not just a merchant but an appraiser i have to have a perfect eye for things after all and uh vincent here three or four years i trust them implicitly it may have been someone getting through the guard records someone watching there that would be my best guess do you know what, um, when it was last seen and when it was discovered missing? It was last seen, I was in my home at the time of the explosion, at the time of the attack, um, and I made sure everything, checked through everything there before leaving, um, and then I went to go and see what I could do in the town and, and bring food stores and things like that to the guard and, and other places, um, and I... When I got back late last night, the lock had been kicked out and only this was taken. So presumably it's somebody who didn't have a key to the place or wanted it to look like they didn't have a key. Yeah, I guess that's not much of a clue. But One of those, yes, would be an option. That sort of does leave everyone. Yeah, as I said, <laughs> I thought of, yeah. Well, we can try to figure it out. We'll um, find it for you, sir. And crucial question. If we do retrieve it for you, how much will it pay? <laughs> 300 gold? That yeah, sounds, sounds more than fair. Perfectly reasonable, yes. But to return it to me in perfect condition, un unharmed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To the best of our abilities. I mean, if it comes back harmed, you get paid less. Yes, I understand that's how these things work. <laughs> Does he seem like a person who'd keep his word? A rolling sight. Or who would keep, like, the spirit of his word. Does he seem like he's going to nitpick about this? Um, 21. 
he seems he seems like a good guy. Okay. You know, he seems like he's not going to cheat you. He probably, you know, makes his, like, reputation off of not being a dick. Excellent. <laughs> we'll find it for you, sir. Thank you. It's worth quite a deal of money. Were there any other security measures that somebody had to get through other than your front door? Uh, I had guards usually posted, but they were out helping. Um, there's a couple magical things, uh, but if no one's in the house or if no one's conscious, the alarms will mean nothing to them. And there was um, a complicated lock on the door to the storage house and the trunk that it was locked in, which were both picked. Huh. Hmm. So a skilled thief. Who still decided to bash in the door, which was probably the easiest lock out of the three. Unless it was multiple people uh, who each had a different job. Could have been. Though if they had a skilled lock picker with them, it is rather baffling. What wards were on your front door lock that would make it more appealing to simply bash it in? Nothing. And a simple alarm. Hmm. Nothing more. Interesting. All the more complicated locks are kept on the more complicated items further in. Which makes sense. That, yeah. yes. That is more logical than breaking in the front door and picking complicated locks. <laughs> okay, well, we'll go looking for it. DM there... question. Yeah, sure. Uh, is the guardhouse we were pointed to the same one that we've been dealing with? Before? No. Okay. You've been dealing with a guardhouse in the old quarter. This is the West Gate guardhouse. Okay. Out of curiosity, is um, have you reported this to the guards? or? I've mentioned to... I've, they're quite busy at the moment. They don't have the time to look into it. That's why I put out a call for adventurers. Although, since you've already done such a good job for me already, I figure I'd give you first pick. Fair enough. Yeah. Speed up the process a bit. Hopefully. We won't let you down. Thank you. I do reward competence. <laughs> we are competent. <laughs> okay. Shall we? Yeah. Yeah. How much time was there between the explosion and last night? Was it two days almost, or one day? It was, uh... The explosion, you guys did a bunch of things. You spent the night, the next morning you went out for eight. You were gone all day. You're back. This is the next morning. Okay, so we've had kind of a day and a half. Yeah. That we have to account for. The best lead we have is through the guardhouse, so I guess we're going there. Are you going to try and bring any guard friends you have with you? I feel like we'll make more headway there if we bring... If they can be spared. <laughs> um, so I guess we head over to um, the guardhouse in the old corner, or okay. old quarter, and ask um, Hasim, right? Nassim. Nassim. Um, ask Nassim, hey, um, are you free or going on break anytime soon? Uh, I mean, I've been, I've been skipping my breaks because it's a little, you know, got to help so many people do your job and all that. But if you guys, do you guys need something? Um, yes. Yeah. We sort of need an introduction to some guards. Okay, yeah, sure. Where? The uh, West Westgate, uh, Westgate Guardhouse. Oof, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, who, what, what's... Did We're investigating a robbery. <laughs> oh, cool, okay, yeah, sure. Great. By the way, have I heard of Gareth Kesby before? And uh, his, his merchant business? 
Roll me a history check. Fifteen. It's a name that you've heard mentioned before. It's sort of a, a new name. It's not something that you would have heard more than two or three years ago. Okay. Um, it's definitely an up-and-coming merchant is what he is in your head. Got it. Anything interesting about the artifacts that he deals with? Almost entirely magic items of varying degrees, but typically things that are either rare or very rare. Rarely anything like... You think there was one story long ago of this legendary sword that he had that he was trying to sell around, and that's sort of how he really made his fortune and his name. Um, but typically, you know, small booths to sell to, you know, like, just common adventurers, and then as you go up, there's showrooms and there's parties and that sort of stuff. All right, so we head to the guard tower? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whenever seems ready. Okay, sure. So Nassim will walk with you guys over there immediately. It seems like Nassim's doing everything immediately. It seems like maybe they haven't slept so much or eaten so much. They're doing about a million things, anything they possibly can, basically. As we're walking, I pass them one of my rations. Oh, thanks. This is way better than the stuff that we're eating there. It's like, oh, God, hard as a brick. Hard tack, right? You gotta yeah. soak it in beer. This is better. <laughs> you, uh, they eat it up. Yeah, you seem like you could use it. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, I can imagine. I can see. <laughs> hey, did you hear anything about what they found when they got up to the castle? Uh, so the the king made an announcement this morning. I guess you guys might have missed it. Yeah, no, we were not. We were here. otherwise occupied. What did he say? He wanted to assure us that the the best um the best individuals possible were looking into the source of this attack, of where it came from, uh, and sure, assure everyone that uh, he will shore up all our alliances with our neighboring countries and that this is no <coughs> act of war. So, you know, basically just telling everyone, I guess they're not blaming Shadal, so. So Shadal is really blameless. I mean, I'd trust the king. Other people might not, but I do. Or he just at least doesn't want to start a war over it. Uh, anyway, the palace is... I'll tell you guys, but you can't tell anyone else, alright? Of course, promise. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though. Tell no one else? Promise? Yeah. Promise. Last night, a couple of the really high-powered guards, including Captain herself, and this incredible person... You've heard of the hero Vimok, right? Have we heard of the hero of <laughs> I think probably. Okay. I think I rolled you a check. You know. Yeah. You know for sure. You can roll a check, you terapy, but Vimok's like a famous figure. Vimok helped stop yeah, the war. That's down 18 in history. Yeah, so Vimok is this, um, Vimok is a paladin, which is something that is pretty rare in this world, and Vimok is an incredibly powerful, divinely blessed paladin, um, who in about five to ten years ago helped, you know, like, stop this terrible war that was brewing between the Wood Elven nation of Tidaloli and the Goliath nation of Viragard, which share sort of the bottom continent. Um, and there was this awful war that was brewing, and Vimok managed to step in and almost single-handedly defuse the situation and help negotiate between Viragard and um, Tidaloli. So this is like a mythic figure who's accomplished incredible things, who happened to be in the city for the competition. Vimok, right? You've all heard of Vimok. So Vimok, 
led the guard captain and a couple of our really skilled guards and one or two adventurers in this raid on the palace last night in the dead of night. And they managed to, they, I don't know exactly, obviously I wasn't there, I'm not exactly, but they managed to just destroy this dragon and there's nothing left of it. When it died, it just, poof, gone. Huh. There was nothing physical about it. It was just a being of pure flame. But don't tell anyone. Because we're not... It's not exactly common knowledge that this was here. This was something that was happening. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't really understand the need for secrecy, but I won't tell. You, you don't <laughs> understand the need for secrecy? No. You don't think it would make people, say, panic a bit? Isn't it better for people to know? No, probably not. No, not not with things like this. No. I I just I don't understand this not telling people things, but I won't tell people. As long as you won't tell cuz I could get in some real trouble. No, I I won't tell people. I just don't really understand the It's a royal or... order not to speak about it. Yes, yes, I so won't. I'm sort of, I'm, really wasn't, but you guys already kind of knew, so I was yeah, like, oh I, man, I won't it's so tell cool. anyone. I just think all secrecy is rather silly, but I won't Well, you know, I, I trust the king. I think he makes the right decisions for the, I'm, he's, he's just a really good guy, I think. I've never met him, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell anyone. All right, uh, so here we are. This is the Western Guard Tower, and you do see it's uh, there's a west gate sort of ahead of you and this uh, large road that's leading out towards Benvalor. Um, and there is one sort of tower of the curtain wall is, again, this tall tower that Frymore cities are known for. Um, and there's a curtain wall around the edge of it, extending from a very larger city wall. And inside there is a barracks and a mess hall, exactly the same as the other guard tower you were at. These are, you know, constructions that match one another that you can always see, always find, always be the same. And you get to it and Nassim says, all right, so you, you just wait here, uh, I'll go in. What, are, what am I doing? So we are investigating the robbery of an item that was not declared publicly only to the guards at this guard tower. We were wondering if they had any information about who could have, say, accessed their records. Uh, all right, yeah. Um, sure, I'll, I'll go in and see, see what I can do about that. Sure. Uh, so Nassim heads into the guard tower. You guys have a moment to talk amongst yourselves if you would like to. Nope. <laughs> all right, we're good. We're moving on. Pressing forward. Nassim comes out about five minutes later with a, a small sheet, like a, a little square of paper, and says, okay, so um, apparently a lot of their papers of like what was brought into the city during the past couple weeks, like the, the log book, it's gone missing. Oh, that's not good. Well. Uh, stolen? Most likely. It looks like after the, um, pretty soon after the initial explosion, someone in all the chaos ran in when the guards were sort of scattering and managed to slip in. Uh, they've got... There's one guard that I, one that I talked to, who has some like a description. Um, looks like it was a, a caught saw some human wandering around that they didn't think someone uh, sort of uh, darker hair, um, wearing robes, tanner skin. Looks like some kind of mage, that sort of thing. Um, they said came in to get her arm splinted or something. Do they have any? 
more specific identifying information about this person. Ran in past the name giving place to just get her broken arm splinted. Okay. And then uh, oh. snuck around and splinted, then splinted, not healed. So not healed, just splinted and thrown in a cat, thrown in like a sling. Okay, so oh. we can keep an eye out for somebody with a broken arm. Yeah. Does that match the description of the um, the person we ran into in the previous party that we snuck in with? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that just clicked. I think we may have met her. Okay. I mean, that's not... That's weird to establish a little bit. Although I guess you guys do tend to get in... No, you met her too. She was there. She was... She was their party was helping out with the... With our guard group. Oh, yeah. I guess that would... If you want to run in and then... I guess that makes sense. When... Do they know when the papers were stolen? Oh, right in, after the explosion. Immediately after the explosion. When people were scam- scrambling to set up sort of... Uh, Did uh, Mr. Kesby say... So he said that his group was led by a wizard and that they had guarded him here and left that night after the explosion. Is it possible that it was them? That it was his, that group? They knew about it. Um, and she sounds like she could have been a wizard, maybe? Hmm? Well... Yes, we we know the party composition of the group we went into the past, the castle with. So mm-hmm. what was she was a wizard it? or was she like a bard? Uh, she was a caster of some kind. You did not get an identifying thing. We did get her name. You did get her Saba, name, right? Saba. Yeah. And who were, who else was with her? Uh, there were two other individuals. There was another human who looked more like a sort of roguey fighter type of person. And there was a dwarf um, who looked like maybe a druid. I think we should have another conversation with Mr. Hesby and ask him about the party that had been guarding him. Yeah. Um, And then we may need to try to see if there's been any record of her leaving out of any of the gates or anything. Yes, I don't know. I guess we have to ask around about her. Yeah. Don't have many leads for where she is now, but I suppose we should go back and talk to Mr. Hesby again. So we head back, I guess. Okay, Nassim's gonna run off and do more work and stuff like that if you have nothing else to say to them. Mm -hmm. Thanks for your help. Uh, Yeah, no problem. Uh, Let me know if you guys need anything. You're doing good stuff, I hear. Thanks. We're trying. Take a little bit of a load off of you guys, if we can catch this person. Yeah, I mean, guard doesn't exactly have time to worry about magic artifacts going missing at the moment. Until they start killing people. Then we we have to worry about it. Anyway, gotta go. (laughs) On that cheerful note. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we go back to Gareth. So we think we know who took it. Your guard, Saba. Well, 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 well we came to ask who, about your guard. Who, the party that was guarding you on your way here, the, way, the ones that you oh, said... Oh, they're you, people from Benveler that I hired. They're, I can call can, them for... Can not, you tell us their names? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh... Uh, Victoria Ali, um, Nawal Mustafa, and uh, Amara, that's an elf, no second name. Not the same people. Not the same people. No. Well, uh, can you describe, the the wizard among them, you said, can you describe? Oh, that's not the party that was guarding me, that's uh, someone I showed around, they left after the initial explosion, they Um, didn't want to Can you describe them to us? Oh, uh, tall tiefling wizard infernal you know that's she's the one who leads them she's sort of the more famous one uh she's holds 
some classes and assets sometimes. I could track her down pretty easily. I'm doing the wrong voice for this guy. I could track her down pretty easily if, <laughs> if I did Nassim's voice. Uh, I, I could track her down pretty easily if that's if you think she's the one who took no. it, but I'm pretty sure she left town before the break-in. We, no, we, we have reason to believe it's someone who we interacted with in the aftermath of the explosion. We're just trying to connect her back to you, figure out where she might have gone. Human woman named Saba, mage, uh, dark hair, she, you might, uh, her arm might have been splinted or injured? There was someone like that running around yesterday, I think. Um, not someone Just I'd, yesterday? Where? Just around, looked like was watching some of the, the construction and then seeing me plan out the new door and stuff. It's just standing around the edge of the curtain. Well, she walked off, um, I think, back towards the old quarter. I'm not sure. All right. Um, I guess that's the best place for yes. us to look. Yeah. It would be very bold of her to go back to the guardhouse <laughs> after that, but it's our best lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on our grand trek among guardhouses <laughs> of Spencer, we head back. You head back to the old quarter guardhouse? Yeah. Well, I are we going back to the guardhouse or just to the old quarter to look around? see if we find her. How big is the old quarter? Uh, oh god, it's, you know, you could walk across it in about half an hour. Okay, let's just go back to the old quarter then. Can I, do I think that I could draw a decent picture of her? I mean, you could try. Should I, like, draw up a poster so that we can ask people if they've seen her? That's a good idea. That is a good idea. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna try. Okay, roll <laughs> a... Mm, roll... I'm going to say roll a d20 and add your intelligence modifier. Okay. Because it's about you trying to remember what she looks like. Why not? I'll use inspiration too. If I can. Yeah, sure. Okay, so that is a 20. Okay. You create a pretty similar likeness. You, you know, like also, you probably actually take it down to about the bust level so you can get the broken yeah. arm in. But you, you can draw with pretty decent accuracy the robe she was wearing the way she had her hair styled you know like there's a couple smudges on her face because when you saw her she was kind of messed up and she probably wouldn't look exactly like that anymore but it's a decent likeness great um i show it to the party for uh does this look right do you have any suggestions yeah good job looks good nice thanks Um, (laughs) do some things with the shading if you really wanted to work on it more but that's not exactly the point here (laughs) Okay, so we have a picture. Um, uh, yeah, so we head back to the guardhouse. Okay. Do we see anybody on the streets as we walk through? I mean, there's people walking around. Like, it's not it's not dead like it was immediately after the explosion. There's people moving. It looks like all the enemies have been completely cleared out. You know, like, guards are running around helping people do things. Adventurers are packing up and leaving town. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Do we see anyone who, like, looks like be a good person to pull aside and ask. <laughs> uh, roll me an insight check? I'm definitely looking for that, too. Uh, uh that's... Uh, what's my insight? Oh, good, that's a nine. <laughs> uh, so a nine and a... Ten. Ten. Okay, um... Maybe I should take a look around as well. Okay. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, well, hey, that, that 20. Oh. Uh, that's a 25. Um, so you... You spot a familiar-looking human roguish individual. Okay. He, 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 um, is he looking at me? 
Uh, no, he's just kind of walking along. It looks like maybe he's, you know, just trying to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just nudge you guys and say, so I think we should just quietly follow at the moment, but there's her friend. Yeah. Useful. Following. I'm, I'm not excited about quietly following. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a confrontation at some point, but we're... It's better if he leads us to the rest of his party first, yeah. rather than... Uh, I just ask him. Because he, he will tell not tell why? us the truth. Always annoying when people do that. Why do they do that here? Because he wants to protect his friends, probably. Doesn't want the rest of us to go talk to his friends. So, uh, I want to stealth and follow him. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, who else is stealthing and following? Sure, I'm doing it. Sure, but I'm doing it under protest. Um, (laughs) Would either of you like blessings of the trickster, which gives you advantage on stealth checks? That would be good because I have disadvantage. Great. Uh, So, as you like, guys, start to uh, attempt to, as a five-person party, stealthily follow this one individual, particularly the one of you in heavier armor <laughs> that jingles a little bit. The um, tabaxi individual does just reach over to Aaron and, uh, you know, say clutch a, a holy symbol that's mostly hidden in sort of the folds of your cloak and say a quick little prayer. And it's almost like the, it's almost like there's some force of like shadow that's keeping your chainmail from jingling as much, holding it in place a bit more. Thank you. We're all rolling stealth. Yep. yep. Wow. Still not good. Still <laughs> terrible. I got a seven. Me too. <laughs> I got a sixteen. <laughs> I got a nineteen. <laughs> That's a six. Oh, so close, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys attempt to stealthily follow this individual, uh, and you therapy despite your protests and Theo. The two of you are quite light-footed, and you do manage to sort of just, you know, a little bit casually sort of follow this guy as he starts to turn down a road. However, uh, the rest of your party is a little worried about losing sight of him. Uh, so as he turns very quickly, the rest of you sort of rush and you trip over one another a little bit. And as you round the corner, you do see him like there was some commotion. He's looking back and he does see you guys. And he sort of goes, and he starts walking faster. I get up and run after him. <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna roll initiative. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> right. It's not a good die. Why's my initiative never good? Did your dice hate you? They don't usually just, just on initiative. <laughs> just take enough barbarian levels to get advantage on initiative and you'll be good. <laughs> Or I can take the alert feat, which I'm planning on Yeah, that helps too. Uh, so 25 to 20? 21. Uh, 20 to 15? 16. 15 to 10? 12. 10 to 5? 9. Nine. <laughs> uh, okay, so first up, as this guy begins to sort of not exactly booking it yet, you know, you might be able to do this without a chase if you wanted to. Theo, you're up first. Wait, wait, we we just want to talk to you. Only persuasion? Thirteen. That's about right. Yeah, he's gonna keep walking. Uh, after that is uh, Vantis. How crowded is this street? It's like there's other people on it, but it's not super crowded. Uh, this is gonna up the general chaos level in the area, but 
I'm going to cast Entangle. Okay. Uh, which means a bunch of vines sprout out, and he gets a um, strength saving throw. Okay. That's going to be a 21. Yeah, he blows through <laughs> it, but he is still in difficult terrain. Okay. Um, and he has, so he has 20 feet of diff- difficult terrain, basically. Yeah, so this is, this is, uh, there's sort of plants growing between some of the cracks, and they actually sort of surge upward and form, like, this difficult-to-pass-through thing. He manages, through a pretty strong feat of, like, just initial, like, oh, fuck, managed to, like, pull himself free of it. It looks like he's still able to move, but it is something's gonna have to pick his way through. Um, it is his turn, so he is going to run, dash, and use his bonus action to dash. So he's gonna try and run 30 feet, or sorry, 90 feet, which is gonna be half. So he's, he was about, I'm gonna say about 10 feet away from you guys before. He's now about 55 feet, and I think he's past your entangle. Okay, can I just drop it now, or do I have to wait until my turn to drop the spell? You can drop it now. Okay, yeah, I drop it since he's past it. Okay. Uh, next up is Euterpe. He's about 55 feet away from is you. Is he within earshot? Yeah, sure, totally. I mean, Theo stopped doing the subtle stealth thing, so and I never wanted to do it in the first place. <laughs> so I just, I just call after him. We're looking for your friends. Where are they? Roll me. Mm, I'm gonna give you persuasion on this, but the next time you do it, it's intimidation. <laughs> I don't get proficiency in that one until next level. Uh, that wasn't great. That's a. Oh, do I want to use my thing? I'm going to use my luck bracelet. Okay. Because <laughs> if this works, it will be cool. That was worse. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Hal. <laughs> Rude, frankly. <laughs> That's going to be a 14, then. Oh, yeah, you guys just cast a spell on him. He's still fucking running. Uh, next up, moving simultaneously, are Dust and Aaron. I... Do you mind if I go first? Go ahead. Um, so I'm gonna use, so I'm gonna run my full 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna use my action to run, uh, to dash, uh, mm-hmm. to catch up to him. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna use my action surge. Okay. Uh, can I pin him up against a wall, like, with my arm at his throat? Roll Like a grapple kind of thing? Roll an attack. Okay. That is a 19. Uh, yeah, you can pin him up against a wall. For sure. Because you beat his armor class, so that's how I'm gonna do this. Okay, so I put up against the wall with like, my arm is thrown, and I'm like, we have some questions for you. <laughs> Are you going to say the question? Well, I was going to wait for everyone else to catch up, but I figured this was like an intimidation thing, but also I figured I couldn't do ask the questions in the, my allotted time. No, so Dust, you have one moment to do anything if you want, but after that we're going to be out of initiative. I just use my agility to catch up. Okay, yeah. So you're you're up there. Yeah. Um so he is up against a wall and sort of like pinned at his throat, but his hands are still a little bit free. Um although his mobility is limited, so he probably couldn't grab a dagger and get at you, although it looks like maybe he might be thinking about it. he says, You have questions? Um do I'm guessing it's a little hard to breathe an answer with your at my throat, just a Maybe if you could, uh, just ease up a little bit. Hmm. I turn and I look at Theo. <laughs> I say, what do you suggest, Theo? <laughs> <laughs> Theo looks very distressed. 
Maybe if we're nice, he'll help us. Sure. I'll be nice. Uh, and I lower and I grab the, his wrists instead. Okay. So, a bit of a lateral move, but <laughs> sure. But you can breathe I'll now. I, I can breathe now, yes. Thank you for your hospitality. Yeah. We're still looking for your friends. Where are they? You'll have to be more specific. I have many friends. I pull out the poster. <laughs> <laughs> this would typically be a portion where someone would ask why you were looking for my specific friends, since you only have a seem seem to have a drawing of one. A little creepy, gonna admit that. She stole something from our employer. That's an accusation. We have evidence. Well, we have suggests a- that she stole something from a guardhouse, which then links her to a burglary elsewhere. Maybe this will be a chance for her to clear her name so that she won't end up with us passing that poster off to the guard who are really looking for that book. But you'll find her at the Full Moon Inn, and you won't involve me with it because I wasn't involved with it. Okay. Um, inside. <laughs> sure. yeah. Obviously, he's telling the truth. Why wouldn't he oh. be telling the truth? That Eight one inside. <laughs> What'd you get? 18. 18? Uh, 16. 13. Uh, I think. Uh, Theo and Vantis, you both get that he's not exactly telling the truth there, but he's not exactly not telling the truth. It probably wasn't his plan, but he was probably there. They had some fancy locks that were picked. Did they? Fascinating. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wasn't there. I also don't know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. Funny how you said that part last. Now, I think if you don't tip off your friend... And go and run in the opposite direction very quickly right now. Uh, we won't follow up with you. We're not the guard. We're just here to get our boss's stuff back. Independent contractors, if you will. Oh, mercenaries. I'm very familiar with them. Well, we... by your leave, if you could release my wrists. But, but if... Uh, pronounce? He. If he helped steal something. He said he didn't help, so he didn't help. That is true. I did say I didn't help. <laughs> oh, he did help. Before I let no, him he go, said he didn't I... Help. Well, just to looking at him, like, does he have anything on his person, like a bag or something that looks like it would be big enough to be carrying the object that was stolen? And nothing that looks like it was big enough to be carrying the object that was stolen. He does, you know, have, like, daggers and, you know, maybe a small purse on him, purse of gold on him and stuff like that. Well, I'm not going to steal things <laughs> off of his person. <laughs> I just want to make sure he doesn't have the object we're looking for. No, he's got, like, a small, like, rucksack, that, but it's, like, pretty rounded and doesn't look like it's holding any large cubes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you don't know anything about the location of a large cube? <laughs> Magical? I'm sorry, I'm, I may not be up on tiefling slang. Is that what you call your, um... <laughs> my what? <laughs> I may not be up on a lot of things. Is that... Is it... It is a large magical cube. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Insight. Is he trying to, to misguide the conversation in order to hide the fact that he does know anything about it, or is he just screwing with us? There is a little bit of deflection there, but it's not like it's it's not it's still in the tune of like I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. It's not of like I know exactly what you're talking about. It's more of just like let this be the thing you remember about this encounter and not anything about my physical person. Yeah, I roll my eyes and I'm like whatever. I let him go and push him. By your leave, 
he ditches. <laughs> okay, so we go to the end. The okay, tavern. So the full moon tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the full moon tavern is a dingy looking building sort of between the old quarter and the west uh, gate sort of sections of the town. It's uh, painted darker colors, but the paint is peeling. There's some broken windows. It looks like a place of ill repute. Um, and you walk in and can make perception checks as you actively look for this person. Twelve. <laughs> Another that one! What is happening? <laughs> I think the, the bad dice lock just switches to a different party member each session. Oh, and I even switched dice. Eight. Six. Twelve. Seven. Not one. Seven. Uh, you can't be. You are the, as you guys all sort of look around, uh, you guys all... You know, a lot of people here are wearing sort of dark cloaks and things like that. Euterpe, you are the only one to notice a little bit of this um, sort of bright yellow cloth showing from underneath, like a darker brown cloak, at, from someone about the right size sitting at the bar drinking. I poke Vantis and I say, that's her. Can I just go up and ask her, or do you want to be sneaky about this one? I mean, we don't need to be sneaky, but she might try to run away, so... I'll maybe. bring Aaron. <laughs> sure. Okay. Maybe, maybe someone should stay outside in case she runs. I look very uncomfortable inside this place. Oh. Yeah, if you want to watch, if you want to be uh, guard, you can do that. Yeah. Okay. I go outside and I kind of, like, it, I look around. Is there any exit other than the front door? Roll me perception? Not investigation? No, because you're not closely investigating. You're just looking around. Okay. Um, 19. Yeah, there's probably a back door, there might be a basement door, there might be, like, several routes out. There's windows that you could, like, feasibly jump to the roof of another building. This is a place with many, many exits. Alright, I will go back inside and stand and just stay close to my group. Okay, so what are you guys doing? Uh, I take Aaron and I walk up to Saba. I'm close behind. Yeah. 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 See if we can, like corner her, like, because if she's up against the bar, mm-hmm. like, you know, one corner of us her on, on other side, sides. One of us yeah. on the other side. Alright. Do you say anything, or do you just, like, lean in on either side? <laughs> no, I'm gonna start talking unless anyone stops me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to loom ominously. Okay. Me as well, looming <laughs> om- ominously. You two roll in intimidation. Nice. Um, uh, 19. That's an 11 for me. Okay. You, you brace one very muscled arm up there, Aaron. Uh, Vantis, you're sort of at an awkwarder angle because you, you slip a little bit on a chair, but you're still there and you're, you know, like, you're pretty seriously caging her in and she sort of pretty quickly sits up and goes, well, it's, it's, it's only been a couple days since I saw you. How, how's everything going? Did you take something from the guardhouse? Which guardhouse? The Westgate guardhouse. That's an interesting thing to ask a person. Care to give a reason? We're investigating a burglary. And you were seen there. You were the only person seen going in there at the time that it went missing. I'm sure you couldn't necessarily corroborate that. I mean, there's We talked so to much the guards chaos. there. They identified you. I'm sure there's ways that could be disputed. Probably, but the most likely explanation <laughs> is that you were there. Let us know when you want insights, by the way, because we're yeah. definitely all paying attention. Oh, I I take everything said on face value. <laughs> if you guys roll insight, you have to tell me you're rolling insight and on what. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm really inside on all that bullshit. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Me too. Uh, good. 17. Mm-hmm. Nice. Five. Nine. 21. Uh, so you two, Dust and Vantis, Vantis, you know how people look when they're lying at a bar, like specifically bar posture. You can see that she's sort of sitting up straighter and she's sort of idly toying with a ring on one finger and stuff like that. Dust, you you don't exactly know. You're not a thief, but you do pay attention to them a fair amount and you can sort of see there's a twitchiness there with the way that she is playing with her hands that, you know, she probably did this. She's very tense at this situation. Does she have a bag or any sort of... She has a small bag to one side. It's sort of a a messenger bag sort of thing. It's nothing big enough to contain the thing you're looking for. Could it contain the book? Possibly. Does she have a... uh, We we should find out if she has a room in... uh, Is this a tavern and inn, or is it just like a tavern? It looks like it's a tavern and inn... In that upstairs there are things, there's rooms upstairs. People don't necessarily stay there overnight. Yeah, but she could have a room and have something in the room. Potentially. Potentially. I'm going to lean in and just say, bullshit. You know exactly what was taken that night. Because you were there. Don't try to lie to a bartender. How would I try and negotiate with one? Look, we're not getting paid by the guard. We're getting paid by the guy... You stole the cube from. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you everything that happened at a... Well, hypothetically happened at a hypothetical townhouse in the Westgate Quarter. And in turn, you just let me slip away. And the guard never finds out. That only works if you give us the cube that you stole. Or, I didn't steal the cube. I don't even know. Well, I know what you're talking about because it was mentioned and it was, of course, one of the things we were... That anyone reading that book would theoretically be interested in. Who took it? Some gnome. Who? He had some stupid little bird on his shoulder. And after we broke... After we broke in and theoretically... Theoretically, after some people kicked in the front door when the lock was too hard to pick and took down the guards and distracted people and maybe even bribed some people. Some stupid little gnome with a stupid little bird on his shoulder came in and kicked us out and told us thanks for getting the info and took over from there. Give us a full description of this gnome and the bird. And he's not a friend of yours, I presume? If I get your promise, I'll tell you where I think you'll find him. Because I think I know how he found me. I want to insight that she's been telling us the truth. Yeah, about... sure. Um, that's an 11 for me. I'll try 15 this. We'll see how it goes. 17. Uh, 14. 15. Uh, so Dust and Theo, she, you know, there's an air of her of she feels like she's in kind of big trouble at the moment. Mm-hmm. She's... Young, not as young as you, Theo, but you know, people are 18 or 20 years old. She's just a kid, and she seems to be sort of maybe in over her head in something. My only interest is in finding this cube. Of course, if you give us bad information for whatever reason, we'll have reason to follow up with you and with the guards. Yeah, I think you're gonna come along with us to go. Oh, I'm certainly not. I'd rather go to the guard than go along with you to find the gnome. 
Why? He's got you that scared. Not him. Who, then? Or what, then? The Heart Shadow. What's that? Or who? The Thieves' Guild. Rymor's Little Thieves' Guild. You think he's a member? He steals like one. He got past locks we couldn't get past. Given the way that merchant was running around, given the fact that you're here after some ancient cube. Then where do we find them? You don't take me with you. You don't turn me into the guard. I get to walk away from this fine. And you also don't mention that I'm the one who led you there. Because if you do, it's my head on a plate. Okay, but if any of this is bad information, we go back to the guard. I mean, that begs a definition of what's bad information. I'm telling you that they're scary. I'm telling you where they are. And if you go in and get yourselves killed, it's your own fault. If it turns out they had nothing to do with the cube and you had it all along. I don't have any stupid cube. I wasn't even going there for that. That's impossible to move. How is it impossible to move? It's not... I'm just paying off a debt. I'm doing something small. I only take small things that you can sell and that can't be traced very easily. Something like that is unique. It's special. Only someone looking for that takes it. Someone with those connections. Hmm. Alright then, so where are they at? There's an old mansion on the edge of town towards the north quarter. I can give you an address and you'll find them there. That's where they hide out. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank you. And thank you for your permission. Yeah, I stand on to. And kid, remember, there could have been a lot worse people than us that he could have hired. You might want to learn to play it straight. And with that, I start do, heading away. Did we ever get a description of the gnome? Uh, just a gnome with a bird on his shoulder. Yeah, I asked for a yeah, full could description. You, could you of the tell gnome. us more about this gnome? Um. I mean, no, short, but not as short as a halfling, and... That's not identifying description of hair and of the bird. (laughs) Hair color? Skin color? Um, clothing? Dark, short-cropped hair, uh, dark clothing, a cloak, wielded two swords, had a bird on his shoulder. The bird was... Bird of prey? No, it was like a... A scavenger or something? It looked common. Um, what color? Like what size? Like a parrot? Like, it's a black bird with sort of shiny feathers. Uh, all black. Like a raven? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Maybe. It seemed kind of small for a raven. Huh. And you think that this gnome will be with the heart's shadow? They're the ones that knew that I was going in to grab something so that I could pass it off to them and help pay off a debt. And so if anyone knew I was going in, it would be them. And if anyone was as good as thieving, it would be someone from there. At least around here. Besides, they're picking up stuff in Penser here now that everything's a little bit, you know, chaotic. All right, then. And are you in debt with them or are you in debt for a third party? My mom made a bad deal. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, they don't tend to let it go, so. No, they do not. Okay. Great. We head out of... Okay. You head over to this old mansion that we were given directions to. Okay. 
how are you guys being stealthy as you approach it? Are you trying to be, you know, like, chill about it? Or are you guys just walking up and being like, hello! <laughs> I mean, like the key, please. <laughs> I mean, you know which approach I would take, so the question is, will any of the party stop me? Oh, de- definitely. Oh, yeah, like, no, we're not... Don't understand you people and your need for stealth. <laughs> so no one was ever stealthy where you were from. No, no one ever did anything stealthy or sneaky at all. No. Not as far as you terapy knew. <laughs> have you been to here? Did you have no, I have not. Have you ever had like did you have guards? Did, did you have any crime? Like, what was... I assume we had guards. Yeah. Oh, you had guards what? and you had crime. Those were definitely both <laughs> yes. things that existed. So you had crime, but no dishonesty. <laughs> yeah. As what? far as Euterpia was concerned. <laughs> what? That seems difficult. People just don't lie. That's not true. People lie all the time. Not where I'm from. Oh, that's so hard to believe. <laughs> it is. That is true. You can go to Kirtor, it's a fascinating place. Yeah, I feel like we're going to have to have a little bit more cultural dialogue on this whole lying thing. <laughs> but yeah, so... So what's your plan for going into this place? Yeah, can we take... I mean, stealing from thieves seems like it would be rather tricky. We'd have to make a deal, probably. Those tend to go badly for people. I mean... They're unlikely to give it up any other way, aside from maybe a large fight, which they likely have superior numbers uh, to us and uh, people who are stronger and more skilled. Yeah, I mean, we could try sneaking in and taking it, and if that doesn't work out, either a deal or a fight. I think they might take more... But then they're less likely to take a deal if we've already tried to steal it. They might take more kindly to us if we don't try to steal from them badly first, because I don't think we can steal from them well. This seems like a really valuable thing. What do we have to offer that's worth it? A deal, a favor in trade, is typically how those things go. Mm. Unspecified favors always end badly. Well, no, you get them to <laughs> get them to specify a favor first, and then you do an action in trade. You know, I'm not sure that I want to... These are things I don't really want to owe them a favor. I have a feeling that whatever it is is likely to go against at least my own morals. I don't. I'm not saying not I. Like I'm me. not saying I'd like to owe them a favor. I'm saying that is what is most likely the option. The, the mo- most likely option to work. I'm not saying it's the best option or the best moral option or the option that I would even like to do. I'm just letting you know. Just saying how these things typically work. Maybe we could talk to Gareth Kesby and see if he has anything he could offer us to trade. Yeah. I mean, I feel like part of the reason he's hiring us is so that he doesn't have to pay a ransom for it. And I'm guessing that what we're getting paid is worth a lot less than the item actually is worth, which makes sense. I'm perfectly willing to do a job for the thieves as long as it's specified. I think we should size them up, maybe, because we don't actually know that they're good. They might be good thieves, but we don't know that they're good fighters. We should go in, size them up a little bit, you know, at least pretend we want to make a deal, and then if it looks like we can probably take it from them forcefully, or maybe even scout the perimeter first and just see um, how easy it might be to steal back. I don't want to go into a negotiation with them if we don't have to. That's fair. We can certainly scout the perimeter. 
Are you all doing that, or are you sending in a, an advance party? Uh, we should probably just send a the couple of people, and then the rest of us can be waiting nearby. Yeah, I'm happy to take a look around. Yeah, I can certainly look around the building and see what sort, and try to figure out what sorts of guards they have out there, and what sorts of entrances and exits. What else are we There's going to be magical protection. Yeah. I know more about magic. Um, I'm wondering if my watcher's eye ability has any, or, or like background thing, has any sort of play here. It can easily find local watch and criminal outposts. Like, does that have anything to... Well, no. Because it's a criminal outpost. Yeah, but you already found it. Yeah. So <laughs> just, or no, that if I like, know a... anything about like what these things usually look like, if I've ever like... Um, if you walked around it, you might be able to, like, point out where exits might be. That might be a thing. You also might be noticed, though. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, and Theo will go? Go sort of scatter. Were we just scouting the outside and right yeah. now? Yeah. Is dust coming? Well, we were thinking about sending dust maybe after we scout to try and see that from- inside, but after we, like, look to see what entrances and wards there are. So... We sort of tried and, to scout the perimeter. And let's have everybody else nearby in case things go <laughs> yeah. But, like, not within sight, like, right. a little ways back. But, yeah. We're buying a coffee a few doors down. <laughs> yeah. Roll me stealth and... I'm looking arcana to try okay, to see if there's Okay, roll magical. arcana and I'll have, investigation. I'll have you roll investigation because you are looking pretty closely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even help that with inspiration. <laughs> All right, guys, I've got a six stealth mm-hmm. and a 17 investigation. <laughs> I'm at 14 stealth and 18 arcana. Okay, so here's what happens. You guys walk around the edge of this place, and for a little bit you're going okay. And uh, with your investigation, you are noting um, that this is a place that... Um, it looks like it's recently abandoned. It looks like it's a new base for them. You're looking and there's like some levels of like, oh, they've got alarm on the windows, so you have to come through the front door and stuff like that. But there's not actually a lot of magical protection layered on it that you can see, you know? Um, and you're not getting a lot of detail about it. It looks like, you know, there's some slight hints of abjuration magic that you're picking up. Um, you spot, you know, it looks like there's several ways out of this. There's a front door, a back door. There, you also note that there's like a small spring nearby, so there might be like an underwater stream that might have a way out. That's something you would pick up with a 17 investigation. There's multiple ways in and out of this. There's not a lot of people, particularly at this time of day, sort of moving around outside of it. There might be more people inside. It might be emptier at night when they go out to steal things. It's also just kind of pretty empty in general, it does look like it's new. Like, it's only within, like, the past month or so that they started moving in here. Maybe it was something they started for the competition. However, as you sort of round, it's sort of like three quarters of the way round, uh, and you're sort of peering, particularly at a moment when you spot this spring and you're like, oh, maybe there's this underwater stream, you know, underground stream, and you look, you're sort of looking and figuring that out. You're being a little too obvious, and uh, there does appear to be someone, you hear like a, a, a crumble or something, and like a bit of gravel falls from uh, the top of a slight wall that's around, like it's from the top of like a, a building, and you do see someone perched on the roof who appears to be looking down and watching the two of you quite closely. Both of us. Both of you. I move around a corner so that I'm no longer with, you know, hittable by a ranged weapon. Okay. No arrows fly. Oh, good. Nothing happens yet. I keep doing what I was doing until they make the first move. 
I mean, if you guys don't attempt to enter the house, I'm gonna not, go back. To no, the rest we're of gonna the group. go back to the group. I will tell them that we've been seen. <laughs> yeah. So I found these. It seems like there are a few different entrances and exits. Um, there's this one stream that might be an underwater entrance, which would be kind of cool. Um, and overall, the place just doesn't seem that very very occupied. I didn't see a lot of movement there. And there weren't strong mad. There were alarm spells on the windows, but no strong magical wards. We were spotted. Hmm. They didn't do anything, but we were spotted. So sneaking in is not. I think an option. We probably want to move fast then before they can call people back or whatever. Yes, yeah, so we should go in and try to make a deal. Uh, are you sure? How many people seem to be around there? Oh, I mean, we should start trying to make a deal, and if we think we can take them, then we can take them. We should have a code word. So. They're probably underground. If it seems empty up here, there's it's likely that they have some sort of underground area um, um, in case so guards come in. Here's here's one thought. This is a thieves' house. They probably don't want the guard to know that this belongs to them and is one of their hideouts. Um, possibly we could promise, we could impl- imply that we told someone um, in case we didn't come back where this house was. Um, and then just threaten them with exposure. If we've already told someone that nullifies our bargaining chip of exposure. No, I'm saying if it was like a confidant who only is supposed to carry the information if we are hurt or don't come back. Because otherwise the logical conclusion is just beat us up rather than actually giving us the thing. We just say, you know, give us the cube. We walk away. You keep your very nice new mansion. Um, no fuss with the guards. We never talk, see you again. Wait, I... Are you suggesting relying to them? Yes. Yep. I don't understand. They are a thieves guild. <laughs> that's how... That's what they trade in. They trade in lies and secrets and stealing things. I mean, they certainly trade in stolen items. Yes, true. stolen <laughs> items. They trade in stolen items. I don't understand what you're saying here. It does seem like it would be a good idea to actually have somebody who has the information. Yeah, and yeah, that's is that the only people that the only person that we know here that we could feasibly give that information to would be someone like Nassim, who would then feel, <laughs> the, feel the need to just report it anyway, and um, that would not be. You know, I have a friend who's a uh, bartender in town here. I could give her an envelope with the information about where we're at, what we're doing, and I'll just tell her, hey. You know, if I don't check in with you in the next day, um, open this and follow the instructions. That way, I trust, I presume I trust her fairly Oh, yeah, you you trust her. Yeah. Um, Like, I think she'd be willing to do that. We don't have to tell her anything about what's up. Just if I don't check in, she would go and report for us. That sounds like Um, a good idea. That's a good idea. Cool. See, when we actually do the things we say we're doing, it works well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'd write her a quick letter explaining, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. on a job, Thieves Guild House, <laughs> located here, please tell the guard if I did not come back. Okay. And you yeah, swing run by, back swing and deliver it? Okay. Uh, hey, how's rebuilding going? Oh, it's... <laughs> well, look, and you look around, and it is like 
the roof is like there's a tarp over it over the holes and it's sort of half patched and you do see um the the daughter and the son sort of yelling not yelling at each other in the kitchen but it looks like the son's trying to like sneak out and the daughter's like absolutely fucking not (laughs) under no circumstances um and the father is sort of like uh trying to cook around them as they still have some customers because they're still trying to and they're also sort of um it looks like maybe they've become sort of a bit of a refugee place where you can stay if your house was destroyed you know but it does look like it's it's still going all right i'm glad to see you're keeping it open here Um, oh yeah i mean thank god thank you it didn't burn down right i mean that was all you you and those other people do you know them Um, oh we should thank them if they ever come back they've definitely got some drinks on the house for sure all right i'll let them know actually i've been um running around doing a few jobs around town with them um and I know this sounds a little weird, but if I'm going to go and talk with someone who's not necessarily the safest type of person to deal with, um, and just, I, I, it'll be fine, um, I'm just doing a job, uh, but if I don't drop by, uh, by, like, tomorrow evening, could you just open this letter and then do what I asked on it? You in trouble? No, I'm not. Um, I'm just helping to... Uh, some stuff was stolen from a house during the whole riot and such. I've been hired to help get it back. Um, so, it's nothing I can't deal with, but I hope. Um, but I just want to have the guarantee that somebody else will know where I'm at and what happened if I'm wrong about that. Yeah, just, uh, come back, okay? Yeah, hey, I'm not gonna miss that drink on the house that you owe me. Right, yeah, top shelf, promise. Anything to make sure you come back. (laughs) Thanks. And maybe I can mend some things around the place when I'm back. (laughs) You could always, could always use another hand. Yeah, well, see you around then. See ya. So, yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Francis has friends! (laughs) What? So yeah, we, so I rejoined the group. Yeah, we're good. Let's go in and do this yeah. negotiation. Mm-hmm. Again, do we want a code word for let's just attack and try to get the thing? I don't think that's... Wouldn't, the, wouldn't we just start attacking? Fair point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it could be nice to have a phrase that just coordinates it. All right. That settles that. Like, what if we have... <laughs> what if we make a deal, though? <laughs> what we could say it's settled. I mean, there are other... Yeah. <laughs> There are other phrases that could mean that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are other ways to phrase that settles that, yeah. so that's not a bad idea. Yeah, sure, let's go with that. We can always come up with a different phrase. I if suspect we, actually... we will actually wind up making a deal that there will be either insufficient information about where the cube is for us to get it simply from a fight, or too many people for us to fight. Yeah. I don't think they're stupid thieves based on what we've heard them do. I've heard of them doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we go in. Yeah. Okay, you just walk right up to the door and knock? Yep. Yep. Yes! <laughs> Finally! <laughs> After like a long pause, the door opens and a, uh, a young human guy, you know, similar to the way, you know, looks similar to Nassim in that, you know, looks like he's from this area, opens the door and says, uh, 
hello. Hello. We'd like to negotiate about the possession of a magic item. Who do we talk to? Are you selling or buying? Buying, in a sense. Recovering. How about you show us so well? (laughs) Yeah. How about I show you? We'd like we would like to negotiate for it. We would like to have a civil conversation. How rare. Come on in. Um, and he does sort of lead you into a small foyer where there's like a, a small staircase, not a small staircase, but you know, like a decent sized staircase leading up to sort of a balcony. Um, and you're led off pretty quickly into a small sort of dilap- a little dilapidated um, antechamber where it's like a little sitting room and it's like, you can wait here since you want to be civilized. Thanks. Uh, and he sort of steps out, and as he steps out, you know, like, it feels like you're alone. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, could I do, like, a general perception check on the room? And see yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna do that, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna look around the room and see what's going on. Oh, nice. Uh, modified 20. 12. 14. I wish I could just use my passive perception. <laughs> 14. 16. Uh, I think with, with a four, everyone 14 and above, you get, which I think is everyone except Vantis, <laughs> you get a, um, there's a lot of things in this room, it's pretty heavily decorated in such a way as, there's a lot of things that could, you know, be hiding another entrance into here, or, you know, maybe someone's, maybe there's like a secret room behind that big painting or something like that. There's a lot of places here where like, hmm, if anything happened, there's a chance, you know, like, poisoned arrows could fly through pretty quickly. Fun. That's sort of the vibe you're getting. Like, oh, we're sort of alone. <laughs> we're being watched. Um, after a moment, the guy comes back and says, So, what are you looking to recover? Magic cube. About a foot square, or a foot cube? Yep. Yeah. With symbols on it. Could you tell me the tragic circumstances of this cube going missing? Well, the door was tragically broken down, and a set of locks were tragically unlocked in the wake of the fire striking. Yes, I I hear there's been quite a number of tragic, tragic break-ins. People really take advantage of a... Horrible people take advantage of such a catastrophe. Yeah, calling yourself yeah, a horrible person. <laughs> no, don't believe I've ever said that. No. You see, some people, they would see it as um, more of a theft and less of a tragedy, and they might say, "Tell the local guards the location of a building where they believed the item to be stored." But we're not usually that sort of people. We're more of the tragedy mindset. And if some good-minded citizens happen to find the item, pick it up, keep it safe, and return it to us, we would happily just walk out of here with it and never say another word about the place again. Uh, the more Vantis talks, the more Euterpe looks like she is dying. <laughs> the sirens are Euterpe's death. Euterpe's warning bells. Yeah. Um, now, if we were to uh, not show up again, there are people who have the same information that we have and would go and talk to some of those guards. Um, but, again, if we show up with the cube... They have no reason to ever tell the guards that information. I'll go see if there's a good Samaritan among us. And he leaves. 
This is terrible. <laughs> I brace myself just in case they decide to attack. Okay. I'm like readying uh, myself. So much double talk. <laughs> um, after a very long five minutes, where you, I think you all like have minor heart attacks anytime anything like any noise happens. You're like, oh god, the, the poison darts. Uh, after that. The door opens again, and a much shorter figure steps into the room. This is a dark-skinned, dark-haired gnome in sort of dark, rakish-looking clothing, two uh, scimitars, one at either hip, and a bird, a black bird with sort of a purplish sheen and greenish sheen in places to its feathers, a black bill and black feet, kind of small, you know, proportionate to the gnome a little bit, sitting on his shoulder, sort of steps into the room, carrying in one hand a cube. And he says, quite an unusual way. You guys have come, you've come to attempt to recover this item. We're very unusual. Hmm. Perhaps you could tell me a little more about that. I'd like to know who I'm handing it off to. You, Turpy, pleased to meet you. It's not exactly a description there. I'm a bard. Fascinating. Not a true hint of your character yet, though. <laughs> I don't know. I think in some cases that does <laughs> hint at something. I've met plenty of bards. It's a different people. That's very true. Any of the rest of you care to step forward? What are you looking to find out? What are you looking to tell me? Vantus Constance. I serve a good beer. Fair enough. Always appreciate that. I cross my arms, sort of deliberately trying to be all muscly. <laughs> uh, roll me intimidation. Uh, that would be fun. Uh, <laughs> that's a seven. Yeah, he's not intimidated even remotely. He's, he's very good-natured about this whole thing. He sort of stepped in and he's a little bit like, hmm. Um, I'm, I'm Theo, and we're just trying to get this back without any trouble. What exactly is it that you think you're trying to get back here? A special magic cube. <laughs> That's all we've got. Mm. Merchandise. I step forward. Uh, Aaron Mirmuth, bodyguard for hire. Alright then. Dust. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Alright. Uh... And what's your name? You can call me Jack Daw. Jack, typically. How do you, out of character, how do you spell that? Uh, Jack, like the name. Yeah, I figured. But. D-A-W. Jackdaw. That is the name of a bird, is it not? It is yes. super the name of a bird. <laughs> Anyone can roll nature to see if they know what bird that is the name of. 16. Uh, shockingly enough, that may be the name of the bird on his shoulder. <laughs> Funny how that works. So, thanks for uh, finding the cube. Can we just settle this? Which one of you do you think is the best shot figuring out what this is? <laughs> that would be Theo. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I could. Theo looks terrified. <laughs> I could also give it a shot, maybe. I'll give you one chance. One of you step forward. I, uh, Actually, yeah, which of you is better? I think Uterpy is better I, arcana. I do have better arcana. Um, Theo has better investigation. Yeah. Could have learned to identify, but no. <laughs> what is your arcana? Uh, plus five. I have better arcana, too. Okay. 
I steel myself and step forward. As you step forward, he sort of smiles and he tosses the cube to you. Um, you also note that the, the bird on his shoulder, its eyes are very clearly focused on you, as are his, and they almost seem to move in sync. Um, I, like, I, I rush forward to catch it so that it doesn't hit the ground. You um, managed to just barely fumble a little bit, but you got yeah. it. It's it's heavy. It's a weirdly heavy, very old cube. I, I, uh, I just kind of pat Theo on the shoulder and say, <laughs> you can do this and give him a d6 of inspiration. Okay. <laughs> check. I assume I can't inspire myself on top of that. No, I'm going to rule that you can. Oh, cool, good, that's, that's very good news. 17. It's at least a thousand years old, maybe 2,000. There's symbols on it that you don't recognize. They're ancient. Whatever it is, it's immensely powerful. Like, you've never seen anything like it. You've definitely never held anything like it. It almost thrums in your hand terrifyingly like this is something that is so beyond your capabilities it's something that's so beyond your anything really any your understanding at this point and the only thing you get from it as you examine it with this arcana check is that it's similar to a degree to some some of the symbols resemble teleportation symbols so it might have something to do with that but that's about all you got I put it down. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he takes it from you. Oh, okay. And holds it in one hand very <laughs> casually. Um, it's very old. It seems like it might have something to do with teleportation. But this is beyond me. Sorry. Better than I thought you'd do, to be honest. Because I know what it is. What is it? Oh. No, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling your employer either. Can't have this just being sold off to anyone. You're lucky here that uh, it's me you're dealing with and not the actual guild. Former member and all. Let me crash sometimes. Now, this isn't a thing that can get into just anyone's hands. It's not a thing that I'd let get into just anyone's hands. So, prove to me that I can deliver it into your hands. Or, I take it away anyway. What did you have in mind for proving? Well, tests of character, usually you don't provide an example. I need to see who you are. Are you the kind of people who I can trust with this? Are you the kind of people who's going to abuse it? Who are you? What are you doing? What choices do you make? I'm happy to have my character tested. However, sitting on <laughs> in this room and not double speaking in her case, <laughs> doesn't seem to be doing much to test it. So give us a real test. We ran into the fires here to help people out. Does that tell you anything? Tells me a little. We came in here into the hideout of somebody who is very feared to try to recover something that was honestly acquired by someone. Also, we recently rescued a band from a <laughs> dragon in an on-keg. They have a whole song about it. Ask around. <laughs> There's a girl who 
may or may not owe a debt that I, I not and I, not the rest of them. They uh, would could choose this or not choose this, but I would uh, help repay or clear that debt for her. You got anything to say? Just dust. I'm a medic. I helped a lot of people out after the attack. Go back to your employer and tell him this. He can sell the cube at the price he would have charged to you when you've got the wealth to get it. In the meantime, I'll give you 500 gold to deliver as a down payment. No one else can have it. And if you save up enough and buy it, we'll deliver it to you safe and sound. Trust me, I'll be able to find you. I've got an app for that. How much is it worth? Your merchant will value it differently than I will. So I'll let him make the choice because his would be lesser. Thanks. I'm in the habit of delivering items that I think will do good into the hands of people who will do good with them. Can I do an insight check? Oh yeah, yeah. totally, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <It's> so good. <laughs> um, uh, Twelve. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Good job, you two. <laughs> Not one. Okay. <laughs> I don't insight check. Um, he's weird. And as as you want, like he's really <laughs> strange. He's literally like tossing this cube, this immensely powerful item that he knows what it is and he knows how powerful it is. He's like tossing it up and down in the air as he talks to you. This bird on his shoulder looks everywhere he looks and seems to move completely in sync with him. There's something so strange about him, but he's not lying. He's hiding things, obviously. He's not telling you everything. And he seems almost like he's playing with you a little bit. He's making fun of you. He's He knows something that you don't. And he's manipulating the situation to a degree. But when he says he'll give it back to you if you can pay for it, and you, that you can pay the merchant's price, and that he would trust you with it, and he seems to almost say that directly to you, Aaron, after the offer that you made. He seems like he's telling the truth there. It doesn't seem like he's going to double-cross you. And you'll remember, you remember that this guy, theoretically, chased off these other thieves that were going to steal other smaller things, came, took this one thing, and left everything else untouched. What are you doing with the heart's shadow? Oh, it's an old thing. Uh, had a deal with them before I met my new... We'll say patron, why don't we? I'm so concerned about <laughs> every aspect of this. I'm baffled by every aspect of this. What do we do? Um, can I insight into how ridiculously bad of an idea it would be to pick a fight with him? Sure, you can try and size up, size them up. I mean, I don't either, but I feel like this is a thing to think about. I feel like I know who he's based off of. Is he based off of someone? This is someone I made up. Okay. He looks... He's not the most powerful person. You know, like you... He's not like... He doesn't feel like he's, you know, like, could decimate you in one hit. But he's lithe, quick very perceptive, very quick and intelligent, and he's got some wickedly sharp blades by his side. It looks like maybe you could. So, but he would be fairly likely to either beat the heck out of us or um, run, run away. away. Yeah. yeah. And trying to fight him over this would be a definite sign of our character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm inclined to... I think we have to take the deal. Yeah, I think we have to take the deal. Yeah. 
I don't think Which leaves us in a weird place with our employer. It does. I don't think we're getting any other jobs from him. No. Yeah. I do want jobs. <laughs> okay. Um, this this sounds like a thing we should do. I guess I, I would go for it. I recommend when you deliver the gold, you also set a price with the merchant. They're shifty folk, you know. They'll change the price on you once they see how good you are. Can can never trust a merchant. There are some honest merchants. It's good. It's good to believe that. I think. I don't, but it's probably good to believe it. So I guess we have a deal then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be awkward to explain to our employer, but. Um, and the, the gnome does sort of, he sets the uh, very powerful cube down on the floor and sort of leans a hip on it as he pulls out a big purse of gold and counts out five, you know, like he counts out about 500 basically and sort of tosses it to one of you and catches it. <laughs> catches uh, that's, I mean, 500 gold is heavy, right? Oh, super. <laughs> I catch it. Cool. And he, you know, like he seems like he's got a giant purse of gold on one side. He's like, all right then. That's your down payment. When you buy the cube, I'll deliver it back. Um, uh, you. How do we tell you? Oh, I'll know. I'll keep an eye on the situation. I'm very good at that. And he sort of exchanges a look with his, his bird on his shoulder. All right. Um, you may have run into the girl whose debt I'd like to help pay off. Um, do you know, I'm under the impression she is in debt to the Thieves Guild, to the uh, Hearth's Shadow. Do you know who I can speak to about that? I'd recommend for that debt, in order to get a fair judgment on it, they're going to be strange here. Heart Shadow isn't a great place to... isn't a great company to be in debt to, exactly. But you'll probably want to check it out in Benvolo or not here. That's where the main headquarters are, and that's where you're more likely to get a... Here, they'll ask specific things of you at this time. If you want a more general gig, probably better. Unless you want to be caught up in your own thieving scandal. No. Not want that. Um, thank you. Well, no. When you buy the cube, I'll keep an eye. Got eyes everywhere, after all. And I'll deliver it back to you when you pay the price. And if you attempt to sell it off, I'll steal it from the people that you sell it to. Why do you want us to have it so much? The world needs its heroes, and I'm in the habit of looking out for them. <laughs> do like the sound of that. <laughs> I'm super flattered. <laughs> I'm good at recognizing potential. I have a friend who trained me in it. Maybe I'll show you. Maybe one day you'll meet her if you get high enough. We will get high enough. I hope you do. It was nice to meet you, Jackdaw. Thank you. Nice to meet you, too. Odd folk you are, though. Anyway, we'll be heading off now. (laughs) (laughs) And so he picks up in one hand the ancient powerful (laughs) magic cube and turns to leave. Okay. 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 And after a moment, uh, the, hum- the human individual who answered the door raid comes back in and escorts you out and, you know, looks sort of like... <laughs> yeah. I, I go, shall we... So we need to stop by a bar here to, um, you know, uh, get rid of the envelope, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm... Do we want to do this... I feel like we're all going to need a drink after we talk to our employer. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to talk to our employer. I'm very good at not sugarcoating things. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. We head back to his house. Great. Okay. Uh, he is there. 
for sure. And when he sees you, he's actually in an upper like room doing something. He actually like glances out the window and sees you, and he comes down the staircase to meet you. He's like, "That was very quick. I wasn't expecting such a quick response." So we know who has it, and we and have... it's not you, is what that leads me to believe. We are going to buy this thing from you. Are you now? Yes. Because the guy who has it says he will... We couldn't take it from him, and he says that he'll only sell it to us, but he gave us a bunch of gold. We have have a down payment. (laughs) We have a down payment. In good faith, here's the down payment. Uh, He takes it and hands it off to uh, Doris to count. Um, If you have a price in mind... That we would like to buy it legitimately. It's not. Yes. No, what What is the price of the cube? Well, I, I hadn't had it properly valued yet. That old, it was going to be around five thousand. We'll get you the rest when we have it. <laughs> five thousand. Split five ways. That's you. That's another eight hundred gold. We'll get you the rest when we have it. Yeah. I mean, we don't really have any other option. We really tried to get it back, but. He could you give it to could us. You, I mean, could you tell me what happened a little bit more? I, you tracked it down very quickly. We figured out who got the intel on it, who we promised not to reveal her identity because she didn't want to be caught up. She in the didn't whole thing. steal anything. She from didn't you. steal they, anything from you. She was attempting to steal small, pointless things. And she wasn't failed. very good at it. She got scared off by a much better thief. The thief who took. Only the cube. The cube, which speaks to his character. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> Who is concerned about the cube getting out? He would not explain why exactly. We, we talked to uh, him, but it appears to be powerful. We spoke to him. He is comfortable with us having the cube and with us buying it from you, and he has given us this as a down payment. He is refusing to simply return it. And he seemed too strong for us to pick a fight with. Sorry. Well, this is unusual, but I suppose I've technically sold the item now. Yeah, so I mean, that is so, the goal, right? Not the worst. We can work out a payment, payment plan, plan. Yes. Yes. or schedule yes, or something. If um, there's other... I, I understand if you don't wish to hire us again after how this works. I mean, it's been less than a day, and you tracked but it down, and technically I am getting And you don't have to pay, like, you money. know, you're making money from this. You We found it, and you're making money here. You're, you don't have to pay us for it, because we, we're buy buying it. Yeah, yeah. so it's not the worst. It's better than I had 24 hours ago, so. Well, okay, this is a weird deal for all of us, but... It's uh, not my usual way of selling, no. Not typically. Um, I may have you do more work for me as part of paying it off. That would be fantastic. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, sure. We're, we're always looking for new jobs. All right, well, um, I've got a showcase in a few days. In, uh, well, in about a week in Benvalor. We're leaving in a few days to get set up. Now, the guards there have been called here to help with various things. If you could accompany me, guard the caravan, and uh, guard the party when we get there. The showcase of my new items. The cube wasn't going to feature just yet, so I suppose it's a 
it's good timing for it to go missing, I suppose. Um, or not exactly missing. Well, at any rate, I could use more guards there, and there won't be many to hire from the local guard population as they've all been shipped here. We can okay. do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Not the most exciting work, but we'll take it. Mm-hmm. You never know. Interesting things can happen while you're bodyguarding people. <laughs> what? I've been a bodyguard for two years. Interesting things happen. <laughs> I mean, there's a different way you can take that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and how much of my debt would this job pay off? Oh, um, I'd give you about 200 for it, 300 maybe. Okay. okay. Sure. 300 it is. Yeah, I shouldn't have said it like that. <laughs> a little, little bit frazzled. 300 and it is. And we've set the price for the whole thing at 5,000? 5, 5,000, yes, that's what I charge okay. for it. All right. Um, I offer a hand to shake, or whatever the typical like merchant. Um, we uh, yeah, sure. Deal. We'll go with handshakes. Okay, yeah. Cool. So you, you shake hands with him, and he's got a firm grip. You know. He's, so do he's, I. Yeah. Sure. He's <laughs> a little bit firmer. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But I do know how to do a proper merchant handshake. Yeah. Um, and he seems overall like he's not like super pleased. It's not his ideal situation, but it's not the worst. It's it's much better position than he was in 24 hours ago. Yeah. Um, and basically you guys are free for the night to go back to the Frightful Night so we can do a little bit there and then we'll end this part and eat and do the second session number five. Cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mission accomplished, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Did we do it? (laughs) Kind of. We did something. You certainly did something. (laughs) It's definitely not the way I thought you'd go about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So yeah, we head back over um, to the inn. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's my friend's name again? Bevan. Bevan. Bevan Rowe. Okay. Um, so yeah. Hey, Bevan. Oh, good. You you came back. <laughs> yeah. Always good to have you again. Please come back. Yeah. No. Um, we didn't even get into a fight. Good. Typically better. <laughs> Typically better. Fights break furniture. No one likes that. I know, right? We've had some impressive bills from our fights. Anyways, can I have the envelope back? Yeah, yeah. And she sort of pulls it. It's a little bit... It looks like it got a little bit wet with beer at some point, so it's a little <laughs> bit moist, but she hands it back to you. I don't comment. I take it and just toss it in the fire on the other side of the end. Okay. Thanks for keeping an eye on it. Anyways, here's the crew, and I wanted to cash in on that drink. Yeah, the people who saved my tavern. Hey, yeah, to- what, anything you guys want on the house. I'll go for my whiskey neat today. All right. I appreciate that. It's the only way you should drink whiskey. <laughs> Depends on how good it is. It's the only way you should drink my whiskey. I'll drink to that. Make that too. All right, then. You have a good wine. <laughs> I, I think I've got, and she does pull down a sort of top shelf. Uh, it looks like something from Chadal. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit richer and a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit heavier and thicker, but she does sort of uncork it and pour right. it out for you. Any ciders? Uh, yeah, sure. We've got a whole array. We've got ginger cider, pear cider. Uh, they're, ginger is with an, a- an apple cider base, and then you do a little bit of ginger in there. You've also got this one oh, that, that inter- mixes tasty. a little... All right, that one. So a nice ginger apple cider, yeah. Uh, and 
you know, gets a little bit out of a barrel and gives it to you. Seems to maybe give you not like a full glass, like a little bit less. Not watered down, but like if, if you could add a bit of water to make it full. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Long shot, but you don't have anything from Rungut or around there. I've got this um this liqueur from the edge of uh from the edge of one of the really edge island towns of Asset, right before you get down into the sea. It's not yeah. not the same thing, no, obviously. I've, I've been there. I, I know what you're talking about. But it's it's supposedly got some uh, some ink from some deep sea creature in there that colors it and gives it this zing. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'll take one of those. All right. Uh, and she does uh, take down and pour you. It is a... Um, it's just a shot, because it's just a liqueur. Like, there's nothing you mix with it. You just drink it straight. Um, and it is this sort of inky purple thing that almost, like, it does almost have, like, an electric sort of zing at it when you sip it. And it is, it's not quite what you're used to. Probably run gut stuff is even stronger on the electric zing. This is, like, the slightest hint of it. But it's, it's as close as you've gotten in a while. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, thank you guys, right? <laughs> really wouldn't have an in without you. And um, she has to go and take another order. But pretty quickly, uh, someone who does come up to you is this, you know, like 13-year-old kid who, you know, saw you guys as you leave and said, Hey, so did you guys save the city? Parts of it. Tell me all it. about it. <laughs> I launch into <laughs> full telling of everything we've been up to. Uh, he asks questions in all the right places. He's appropriately odd. There's a couple moments where his sister walks by and looks like she's going to, like, try and take him away, but he looks so odd that, like, before she even, like, so in awe that before she even, like, puts his hand, puts her hand on his shoulder, she just goes. <laughs> I try so to make odd, it a very odd. good story. Yeah, so odd, not odd. <laughs> Um, and, you know, he, he'll ask any of you about anything, you know, like, he's very happy to talk to all of you. He seems pretty, you know, like, enthralled. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably interject in a couple of places. Mm-hmm. But mostly leave it up to the master storyteller here. Mm-hmm. I want to make it a very memorable story. <laughs> you probably corrected in a couple places where Euterpe's like, and so they meant, they said this and they absolutely meant it. And you were like, no. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> People lie, Turpy. <laughs> that sounds fake. But okay. <laughs> so you believe people when they say anything other than that people lie? More or less. <laughs> people can believe something mm. is true and be wrong. That's, that is very true. <laughs> people also deliberately mislead other people. That is a thing that happens. No, that sounds fake. <laughs> When I worked as a guard, I saw it many times. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> um, so then are you assuming that I'm lying, or are you assuming that I no. knew that other people were lying and I'm mistaken about it? No, I assume you mistakenly assumed that they were lying. But I don't know, this is a weird part, like, weird places where people do this. You mean everywhere other than this one place that you grew Yes. Up? Yes, That's you're you the weird one. <laughs> Oh, You're the exception, but the rest of the world is weird. <laughs> yes, obviously. 
<laughs> the argument lasts into the night. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna end there for this half. Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah.